0: slash compatibility
1: The numbers told the story; they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics.
0: Hour number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Producer number five and eight. Um, Jeff, if in case you missed it, right before the break, informing us that Kirk Cousins has tested positive. And he is out. He is out for the game against Green Bay Sunday night. Supposed to be uh, cold as all get-out. Highs supposed to reach about 3 degrees. Supposed to feel like negative 10. And now the Vikings, that game is off the board everywhere. We'll see what it's reposted at. Uh, Vikings quarterback depth chart. Kellen Mond, of course, who played at Texas A&M for, I believe, 27 years. Kellen Mond appears to be your quarterback because it's got to be Kellen Mond because Sean Mannion who you may remember from Oregon State a decade ago. He's got COVID, so he's already sidelined there. And then backing up, Kellen Mond, if that is a, a question that you want answered, Kyle Sloder, Jeff, who I believe is a fake person.
1: That is a pre-season, preseason legend right there. <laughs> Kyle Slaughter,
0: who ended up at Northern Colorado. After he was like fourth on the Southern Miss depth chart. So there's that. So Kellen Mond is your quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings in a game that the Vikings absolutely have to have. No Kirk Cousins. We're showing the six and a half, but that's what the number was before. So that number oh, that is
1: not going that, to be six. That and
0: number a half. is long gone, ladies yes. and gentlemen. That is not the actual number. So there you go. Vikings on the outside looking in of the NFL playoff picture, the NFC playoff picture, and now really on the outside looking in, if you know what I mean. Packers, catch a break. Eh, Might have won the game anyway, but there you go. All right, so your best bets then this weekend in Week 17, Jeff, as we sit here Friday morning, and this is just a cautionary tale, right? We're fr- It's Friday morning, you know, it's a little more than 48 hours before these games kick off, at least the morning games, and you just you just have to proceed with caution. I mean, it's just incredible how we know nothing this far out. And again, what, you know, what if this happens to a team of of one of these, you know, people who are deep into a survivor contest, who are deep into a handicapping contest and it kills their whole thing? Something of this magnitude of a team that they went, if it happens after the deadline, tomorrow afternoon. Anyway, your best bets that you've landed on thus far with a caveat that we have no idea what's going to transpire in the next.
1: Okay, uh, well, speaking of uh, there are a few other things that have happened in the last few minutes. Uh, Dan Campbell saying in his press conference that Goff uh, is doubtful with the with the injury, not COVID related. He came off the list on Monday, but with his leg injury. So that's looking like another Tim Boyle start. That line has only moved to half point seven and a half now uh, in most of the market, even though uh, behind us and in a, on our odds, it'll say seven. Uh, Antonio Gibson and Eric Flowers were just put on the COVID list for Washington. Oh, good. So uh, that's uh, obviously uh, Gibson's been battling a whole collection of injuries the last few weeks, but uh, it doesn't look good for him being able to go in any fashion on uh, Sunday now against the Eagles. So that is. Those are, those are some more news that, uh, that just came down. And also, uh, Tress Way was put on the COVID list yesterday. Uh, now they do have a punter, uh, Ryan Winslow, signed for Washington. Well, uh, Gil, the problem that I had is the two things that I like the most that the current numbers going into today were Minnesota and Detroit. Which uh, <laughs> there you both, go. Which uh, both, end of segment? Uh, which, which, which both uh, get thrown out the window now uh, because one, of the one of, my,
0: one of my three that I loved was Washington. Now not so much. Yeah,
1: that's uh, that still hasn't moved. Yeah. Uh, on the numbers that are currently out there, the one that I like, and I understand the market thinks Carson Wentz is going to play, and based off the new protocol, we expect Carson Wentz to be able to play. But if you're going to give me a touchdown. Even without Darren Waller, who was put on the COVID list earlier this week and hasn't played in a month anyway for Vegas, I think I'd take the seven with Vegas and just hope that Ellinger's the one who plays quarterback. Mm. I think that's what I would do. Uh, it just, it, if you I can keep... beat me by more than a touchdown with Ellinger and, and Taylor runs wild, so be it.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to go get the Colts there. Hey, but we'll see. its It does look like it will be Carson Wentz, seven on that game right now. The two, the two that I love the most, um, two that I love the most are absolutely Cincinnati catching the points against Kansas City, and I like the Titans. I liked them at three. Got a bet in at three, giving three. Now it's three and a half at home against the Dolphins. But there is some AJ Brown news that we have to monitor as well. So everything is in flux, man. Sam Hartman and Wake Forest begin with the football. By the way, it should be mentioned that Rutgers took a little money at the very end, so this closed 16 and a half in some spots. That was the resistance point, 17, 17 and a half, that area. And Wazoo has gone down to six and a half, six 6 now, I'm saying. Got to check on that. That starts in an hour. So, um, those, are the, those are the two games I like the most. But again, you just like, unless you're doing a show right before kickoffs, you just don't you just don't have all the information you're going to need. Now, let me ask you some, let's ask some Megapod questions. Your favorite two-leg teaser of the week, understanding that I believe we are completely devoid of any Stanford Wong teaser legs this week, uh, natural Stanford Wong teaser legs. So this comes down to the whole, do you tease or do you money line parlay? But with the question, the standard question we ask on the Megapod is which, what's your favorite two-leg six-point teaser on sides?
1: Yeah, this kinda gets tough because you don't have any traditional Stanford Wong. You don't uh uh man. <laughs> I would I, 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 I this is not traditional at all. I understand that, but I think I would put Cincinnati up over to ten. Uh and uh I would I would tease uh I would tease this the uh the Chargers down. I think that's what I would do.
0: I went Colts, Bears, but that could be better as a
1: money line. It's, parlay. I, about the same as a money line yeah. parlay.
0: That's what, I, that's what I ended up doing. All right, here are some other questions. One, what is the, well, we have to do this in two tiers. The standard question is, which is the big favorite most likely to lose out, right? And what we do is we take anything that's six and a half points or above, and we sort of make our decision. But because you have about four games that are huge double-digit favorites, we'll do them in two tiers. So let's start with the huge ones first here, Jeff. Tampa Bay, 13.5-point favorites at your New York Jets. Atlanta, well, pardon me, Buffalo, 14-point favorites hosting the Falcons. New England, 16-point favorites hosting the Jaguars. And San Francisco, 12-point favorites hosting the Texans. Which of those, we'll start in that tier, I already know what your answer is. Which of those is the most likely to lose
1: outright? Well, let's go process of elimination here. Uh, the Jets just won a game against Jacksonville by a yard. And uh, I know Tampa doesn't have any players, but Tampa's not going to lose that game. Okay. The Falcons are horrible despite their record <laughs> and Bill and Buffalo destroys horrible teams. bullies. So we'll we'll take it'll we'll knock that off the list. Jacksonville may not have any of the regular starters on the offensive they, line because they have
0: 27 people on the covid list 27 players they are only putting 33 people in uniform.
1: something is it, the it, last I heard yeah, it's 33 currently are active. they can elevate guys from the practice squad as we go along but uh uh n- no thank you So by process of elimination, yeah. we have to go with Houston. Uh, look, uh, the one thing I will say, though, if it's Trey Lance.
0: Yeah. Though that's, it has to be
1: this answer, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I mean, if it's Trey Lance, he, I, again, I'm not saying Houston's going to win the game. But but because I asked tw- the
0: question, he, that's the answer. Yeah, that yeah. has to
1: be the answer. But get, he, just looking at a spread perspective, Gil, if it's Trey Lance, if you're getting 12 with Houston with the way that Davis Mills has played the last two weeks. He got a shot.
0: Way too much. Like, so Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, first it was like, oh, it could be Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt. Then Jimmy Garoppolo came out and said, oh, I'm super confident. I don't know if he used super, but he said, I'm confident that I'm going to play. And now it's looking like Jimmy G isn't going to play. And again, this is all in flux. We're just talking about where does it stand right at this moment as we're doing this show. But you're right, Jeff, that if it's Trey Lance, if we find out it's Trey Lance, there's no way this is going to be 12 in the end. I would guess that it might go through the 10. Because you don't know what you're getting with Trey Lance. And as Lombardi says, the single wing, (laughs) you know, with Trey Lance, we have no idea what's happening there. So I think the answer clearly is the 49ers. But now what if we knock out those four teams? Let's do a second tier of these. All right, let's just go to the – there's a bunch of games grouped up in the six-and-a-half, seven-point range. All right, Colts, seven-point favorites against the Raiders. You might have already called your shot. Bears, six-point favorites at home against the Giants. Cowboys, six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Cardinals. Saints, six-point favorites against the Panthers – Seahawks, seven-and-a-half-point favorites against the Lions. No longer Packers, Vikings applicable. Which of those second group of large favorites, not the double-digit ones, but the round the six or seven, is the most likely to lose outright?
1: Broncos and Chargers also in that collection Oh, as Broncos, well. Chargers. Skip uh, that. Even though that is not the game I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick just on the virtue of that both of the teams are terrible. I will say Chicago. Just because both of those teams are terrible now, wow. The only issue that I have is the Giants may legitimately not score a touchdown the rest of the season. Right. That would
0: that would not be the one I thought you would have picked. I would have thought you would have gone with the Cowboys because the opponent is the Cardinals. Oh no, I I think Dallas going to roll them. Or, I thought you would have gone with your Colts theory that if Carson Wentz doesn't play,
1: then they would be vulnerable. Yeah, but the thing is with that is I, I the Raiders could could cover the spread and still manage to lose to Ellinger. Colts are losing that game.
0: They're not losing. Uh, Wake Forest inside the five opening drive, second and goal. Um, okay, so your answer was the Bears. Interesting. Now uh, we live in a bizarro world. You must bet a side in each and every one of the games this weekend, but you're allowed one free pass. What's your free pass?
1: Free pass is uh, I- I- is the uh, the Rams Ravens game because I want to see who's playing quarterback for Baltimore. I think it's
0: Brown Steelers Monday Night for me. I don't. I, I, don't not, I do not want to bet that game. Touchdown Wake. And so it begins. Coming back, numbers game Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
1: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds,
2: it was shocking.
0: I have to know what were they thinking?
2: Gil Alexander
0: on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vsin.com slash podcast. Again, beating the book with Miguel Gil Alexander, Will Hill, our mega podcast yesterday, along with Mikey and Todd. Uh, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum, that's also available. Plus, we got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops. And many more, including the wide world of Wine Garden. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We get tweets. And I have to respond to all of your kind tweets this week. Uh, I really, again, sincerely appreciate it. I will get around to doing that. Uh, These are on today's show. Bill Hooker, uh, what are your thoughts on Carson Wentz playing without practice for the week? Not exactly like Rodgers or Brady playing a game without practicing. Yeah, but you know what? I don't know that. I don't know that they rely on him that much. Um, with Jonathan Taylor taking a little, you have something to say on that, Jeff?
1: Yeah, we have a repost on the uh, Green Bay game. Okay, from circa. Let me guess. Go ahead. Mm, Thirteen. Very close. Thirteen and a the hook. There you go. Forty-two and a half total. Moved down four points from forty-six and <laughs> a half. I mean, I mean. People can say what they want to about Kirk Cousins, but
0: it's an unknown quantity from an NFL perspective of what we're getting Kellen Mond here. Anyway, Bill, I don't, I don't, I'm not really that moved by Carson Wentz missing a week of practice. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I'm not. Um, Philly boy LV four two two three. Happy New Year, Gil. Thank you for your consistency and all you do for the community. Uh, those listening, follow you. I appreciate. All the nuances I've learned from you about betting, game theory, and tennis. You Thank you so much for the very kind tweet. Happy New Year to you as well. Uh, this is from Kenny G. Kenny G choosing not to use any punctuation, so bear with me here. Kenny G going with, Gil, watching today's show sounds like Dr. Bob and you. All these games should be in-game bets. Any options? Thanks. Happy New Year to you and Jeff, also staff. This punctuation is... Not something Kenny G likes. Happy New Year to you, Kenny G, as well. In-game, always a great option on these. I would completely agree with it. A lot of response to Tim Lawson's The Better Life piece that he did on me. Followed me around all of my Thursday a couple weeks ago when I do three shows, not only a numbers game, but also the Beating the Book podcast and then later on primetime action. Uh, Marcus Phillips, I'm so proud of being a golden longtime member of, uh, of the fan club. Uh, Number one, follow my last 10 years. Keep well, Gil. Happy 22. Thank you. Happy 22 to you as well. This is the Rather Be Betting podcast. What a half-hour education that was on how to break down a game. Dr. Bob, anyone, no matter how much you think you know, can learn more. The betting education uh, he provides, if people pay attention, is priceless. Thank you for that. I couldn't agree more on that. Um, Let's see. This is from – these are all very nice. Let me get to uh, this one right here. This is Cricket Man. Cleaning up the coffee after the made-up person quarterback line. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're talking about the uh, backup quarterback for Kellen Mond, and this is from uh, this is from Scotty B726. My son is an Aggie. I saw every college game that Kellen Mond played. He is incredibly overrated. Also, we live a mile from where we went to high school. I can only repeat, he is overrated. <laughs> so I think I think he thinks Kellen Mond is overrated. So there you go. Um. Did Rutgers just get a first down? How about
1: that? Rutgers, after uh, airmailing a screen and nearly getting a wide receiver killed on the second play, actually got a first down. Kill. There
0: you go. Seven to nothing. Wake early on, in the uh, tax slayer Gator Bowl. All right, Jeff. Let me ask you questions that I asked the Lombardi earlier in the week. Random NFL questions as we head towards the postseason, because I won't be here for most of next week. I'll just be here on Monday, but. The, I mean, now we can The team on the outside of the playoff picture—that if you gave truth serum to the teams on the inside, they wouldn't want to play. And now Minnesota seems to be off that list. If you were okay, about so, them.
1: On the NFC, let, let, let's go conference by conference here for a second. The NFC, null set. I don't think there's anyone. I don't think so either. I don't think there's anyone. Yep. Uh, maybe San Francisco would be the only one, but. Of the wild cards, I don't think anyone's particularly scared of Arizona right now. I don't think anyone's scared of Philadelphia or New Orleans in a playoff game. And Minnesota's done. So, the NFC, no one. The AFC gets a little more complicated because if you're just going off of teams like, let's, let's throw Kansas City and Buffalo out of the mix here. The other AFC teams, obviously you don't want to see Indy because of the way they play. Yeah, but they're on the inside. I'm talking they're about teams the, that are currently on the If you're going outside. totally outside of the playoffs, you go with the Chargers. That's the only one on the outside in the AFC that is capable of winning games. Now, as they proved last week, no one, they are not, they are capable of losing to anyone as well. So, uh, on the outside, looking in the Chargers, in the AFC, on the NFC, there's just no one.
0: There's no one. I agree. Nobody at all. Who's the team that you can't wait to make the postseason, that you can't wait to fade, pound
1: against? Well the problem is Arizona would be the answer to that but if Arizona's a 6.0 point underdog now against Dallas. Yeah. What are they going to be after they lose to Dallas and Seattle back to back weeks? <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez.
0: So, you think they're going to lose back to back? Yeah, weeks?
1: I I I think Really? Uh, yeah, I, I I'm in the camp uh uh there, there was always a, a in my family when uh, Stephen Parlay, as he introduced himself to you, my, my grandfather. grandfather. Yes. One of the years where the Giants just fell apart at the end of the year in the middle of November, he said the Giants are not winning another game the rest of the season, and I think the Giants won one more. That they are in the Stephen Parlay area of. I don't think Arizona is winning another game the rest of the year, so they're the team I look to fade. The problem is, I think the number is going to get too out of control. Uh, AFC I, I think, side. I, th-
0: a- I think that's a, well, what you're saying is a great point. Like what you have to anticipate if the, obviously the number is everything. And I think for me, then the answer would be New England, because I think people will overrate New England heading into the post. So
1: I was about to say on the yeah. AFC side, New England, I yeah. think by default probably has to be your answer. Even though, again, there are some matchups that they get in the playoffs. That would be that I think would be pretty good for New England.
0: Yeah, so. we, we don't know the matchups. We don't know if they're getting there to begin with they probably will but we don't know the matchups we don't know the line uh, i am obviously.
1: operating on miami losing this week to tennessee and missing the playoffs by the way that's how i'm operating mm-hmm. with that if miami makes it miami against a good team you you go with the good team
0: this is wakes this is wakes whole season uh synopsized in two drives right here score about to let it score come in against them against a the 5 and 7 sunj team state university of new jersey all right here's one for you what is the team? What was the other one I asked Lombardi? What's the, t- what's the team? I don't know if I asked this of Lombardi, but I asked of someone else. What's the team we're sleeping on? So in other words, we do all this content all week. Some of us do multiple shows, and we talk football nonstop, more pro than college. And we inevitably end up talking about every single team that's in the playoff picture at some point. But what's the team that we're generally sleeping on, Jeff? That you think could actually have, not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl, but actually a meaningful run deep into the postseason.
1: So by default, it's Tennessee.
0: Well, not with me. It's
1: No, I know. But for others, it's Tennessee. Now, this will be kind of a, a, a weird answer, I think, to some because of who the quarterback is and the fact that they just won the Super Bowl last year. But it kind of feels like because of all those injuries, people have backed away from Tampa these last few weeks. That's a good answer. And they're still going to have problems. They, they could very easily have two home games. If they go on the road in the first playoff game, and after the first round, it would be LA or Dallas more than likely play easy places to play, even though LA has had their number the last two years. But I just think after these injuries, people are backing away from Tampa a little too much. And as long as Tom Brady is healthy, we expect Mike Evans to be able to go in the playoffs. Tampa expects Leonard Fournette to be able to go. You can't really count them out. I feel like Buffalo is the answer for me.
0: Like, I feel like I've spent very little time talking about the Bills. And yet, with Josh Allen, Wake Forest cannot get Sunj off the field, by the way. Uh, with Josh Allen, they're capable in any given game. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they got at least a win in the postseason. I just don't feel like I give them enough juice. And then okay, and then here's one. What's the team what what's the team that has the widest range of outcomes if they get in the postseason? Like a team that you could see winning against a really good team, but also getting crushed by 20.
1: Oh, I think that goes back to the answer of who you don't want to see who's currently on the outside. That's the Chargers.
0: I 100% The Chargers, agree.
1: who are capable of beating anyone and capable of losing by four touchdowns to anyone in the field. And good for you, Rutgers. Touchdown. Oh, it's coming oh, back. Oh, it's coming
0: back. <laughs> There's the laundry. Looked like Rutgers was in the end zone. Not so fast. <laughs> and the the memo has not gotten out to the, uh, to the Rutgers faithful, apparently, in these stands yet. I think the Chargers are absolutely the answer to that question. Widest range of outcomes. No, it's Let's on the understand. defense.
1: Touchdown, Scarlet Knights. Also, also, Gil, one other answer, a 1B for me is actually Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, that's. A, I think most people have answered that to that question. But San Diego, to me, is even more stark in that way. But Cincinnati will be interesting as well. Uh, we are just two weeks away. And so um, I probably would have saved those for next week, but probably won't be here for most of the next week. I won't be here for most of the next week, but I wanted to know week 18 is going to be fascinating. And remember what we talked about yesterday. They're going to, once the week 17 games are finished, they're going to flex two games back to Saturday and week 18. And so there could be, there could be some opportunity for a correlated parlay. If you act quick between a Saturday game and a Sunday game, but you got to figure out the playoff scenarios on that. Um, so just keep that in mind as well. Vinny Maolio, next numbers game. Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. The numbers game with Gil Alexander on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Hey, do not forget the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. How about that? Featuring uh, Sprint Star Flightline with owner Costa uh, Costa I want to get that right. Costa. Ron provides the pronunciation here. Costa Oronis and trainer John Sadler. Legacy Equine Academy's Ron Mack talks about expanding diversity in racing. And VEASAN's Vinny Maolio. Uh, he have gone gaming, handicaps, weekend races, including Kentucky Derby preps. Subscribe now iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Or download it at Visa.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod. Sponsored by First Bet. What up, Benny? What do you say, Gil?
2: How you doing, man? I'm well, my friend. Again. Good um, to see you. Why uh you're uh, in uh, family's thoughts and prayers, my buddy.
0: Thank you so much. Yes. I, I appreciate it very know the much. Feeling. Um you let me just say Jimmy Vaccaro walked in here last night mm-hmm. during primetime action. And you know. Not during a break either. He just He just, well, that's the thing with Jimmy. It's the best. Jim, God bless Jimmy. I want to be, I want to have his i don't know if the if the attitude is the right word or just his sense of of freedom Oh, in my next that's life. That's well said. Right, so we, it doesn't matter if we're on the air or not. Right. He just he'll just come on in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll take a cursory glance to figure out if we're on the air or not. But I don't think he really cares. Prefers, yeah, <laughs> prefers the on air light to be on. <laughs> but yesterday he came in when we were not, though. It was one of those, and he had a uh, he had a large wager. Yeah. Uh, which was a uh, a Bama to win it all wager at plus 120. Oh. 75 to win ninety
2: k. Yeah. You getting a lot of those? There's a lot of action. You know, remember, Gil, when we were chatting last week uh, about these two games and we talked about how there has been build-up along the way. So, again, when we opened the numbers here on December 5th at South Point, Chrissy said release the numbers. Okay, open them up. There's been that progression of tie-ins, right, for, particularly from NFL Sundays or NFL Weeks. Uh, building up to them. But we still talked about the fact that 90% of the money was yet to come in, right? It started yesterday with those types of wagers. So uh, at 6 to 5, Bama, yeah, 75 to win 90, uh, which, by the way, what does that translate to? Well, what what is now? What is Georgia? Because if you're prepared to lower it even money now on Bama, you get the best price on anybody looking at Georgia right now, plus 160. This would be the spot to be. This, this So, mm-hmm. again, shop. And again, I was I was just with uh, Chrissy Andrews, our director, and Chrissy was talking about, hey, look, you know, and, and you realize that you just don't lower. You've got to, you know, you got to, you, you want to try you stimulate action, and that's what what does that. So anybody looking for Georgia uh, uh, at eight to five. By the way, there was a a fifty thousand dollar. I'm sorry, a five five thousand dollar wager at eighteen to one on Cincinnati to win ninety. Hmm. Uh, as well so right now the current prices are uh, here at South Point uh, to win it all Bama even since uh, he 15 Georgia 8 to 5 plus 160 and Michigan 8 to 1 not a bad price either uh, really yeah. so um, yeah so the action has has certainly uh, picked up since last night of course we're getting a lot of visitors uh, coming to town they started coming in uh, yesterday and things like that but yeah the Gillen, we've talked about how these games are from a, a bookmaking. State. You love booking them. Right? Yeah. It, it's like these are NFL playoff games.
0: That's what I was going to ask. So where where do these games, when all said and done, handle wise? Mm-hmm. Um, Howell to the house for a thirteen seven wake. Oh no, ruled out apparently at the inch. They're going to uh, score
2: on every possession.
0: Every, and, and they're going to allow right. a score every possession yeah. apparently as <laughs> I well. Think, yeah. Uh, it's, so that's what we're talking about, the national semis. And we always, you know, we've we've talked about for years, well, right. what if it goes to eight games? I mean, so these national semis are like NFL playoff games. Yeah, you can equate
2: these to first and second round games easy. You know, right. I mean, are they Super Bowl? No, no nothing's, nothing's Super like Bowl. Super Bowls is independent.
0: Nor right? w- nor would the national championship be right. a Super Bowl.
2: But, you know, these games are, again, they are bet, and from our side of the counter, booked like national, uh, like, like, National Football League playoff games, and yeah, they deserve that. How's bowl season been? Like generally, like a day
0: like yesterday for, for lack of a better term, no, no disrespect. Random bowl games, right, mm-hmm. on December thirtieth, right? How do those go?
2: Pretty, pretty good. Gil, I would not nearly these games, right? Because here's here's, there's so much. You've got to be so fluid with these games, right? This year, we, we've right. always talked about you know, the challenges of bowl games, right? And what it, where did it start uh, years back? It started with, well, what's the incentive of teams, right? Well, now we started to get uh, opt-outs, players going to, uh, declaring, say, I'm going to go to the NFL draft, or, or there are seniors, I'm not going to play in the bowl game. Okay, well, now you've got a lot more opt-outs. You've got coaches moving in some cases, or sort of, you know, they're going to coach the game, but they're not, they're not going to be, you know, even at spring practice. And it's funny, too. We were, I was watching a game the other day, uh, and there have been several games with, with this. You know, the game is going on, and the future, the next coach is being interviewed mm-hmm. in the studio or, you know, uh, by, by the studio team. Um, so uh, the transfer porthole has also that come was, into play, right? Like, so
0: did we talk about that? The Virginia tech game? I think we did where the the new head coach coming in was like, how, what do how's, how's Tech yeah. football going to be? He's like, Oh, I'm going to, we're going to be aggressive style of football here. <laughs> when I'm a coach of the Hokies in Maryland is busy, like destroying them yeah, behind us. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> right. So you're, yeah. but so, so how do you handle Well, listen, you try to keep as, as a best, a, uh, a handle on the, the, the opt-outs in particular in the transfer portal. And, and, and sometimes, and we'll get to the NFL, too, but, and I'm sure in the next yeah, segment, we'll you've got to be able that. to say, hold up a second, take hold up, on the, and then move the games much quicker. Right. But what I'm trying to get at with the college games is
0: this. So we just had Dr. Bob on. Bob is like, you know, he's completely by his numbers, and he's like, I literally have had one bowl bet, and his second one is the Arkansas over. Tomorrow, Tomorrow. right? So he's like, he's one side of the spectrum, clearly, where he is super-duper disciplined. On the other hand, what I'm trying to get at is the the average bettor's behavior of, there's a normal college football Saturday, most games are, you know, blah, and then some games are really important games, versus a December 30th quartet of games, each of which is standalone, on a you know midweek mm-hmm. where people are let's face it better so they you know most betters look for action, where does a game like pitt Michigan State just take a middle game even though even though the two biggest yeah. players are opted out right sure in uh, in Pickett and Walker, where does a game like that rank versus an a, a big Saturday football game in college?
2: But you, you could equate that yes sir because it's still a bowl game they're on TV people want to they, they, they want to bet them. They want to bet them, and, and they're going to bet them. So is it more it's, than – I would than? say more than that's, a typical Saturday college at. game. And, again, if you, you, you took that yeah. pit game, too, and here you look at it where Pitt opened as a four-point favorite, yeah, and then Michigan State closes uh, as, what, as a – it went as high as three-and-a-half. It closes as a, a three-point favorite. I'm sorry to interrupt, Vinny, yeah. because, because
0: we uh, – that's what I was getting at because I wanted to know – I wanted to know that that was – that corroborates what I thought would happen – but, but we've been talking about this Green Bay-Minnesota game that oh, we had fine. to take off the board because Kirk Cousins tested positive, mm-hmm. And we've been assuming that Kellen Mond is going to be the starting quarterback because we just look at the depth chart. Jeff, you are telling us that is not the
1: case. For me and Rappaport, Sean Mannion has been activated from the COVID-19 <laughs> list. He is expected to start on Sunday night for Minnesota. So it's a miracle.
0: It's Sean <laughs> Mannion
1: off the COVID list. There you I, go. I, I, I will say, Gil, I'd be more inclined to bet on Minnesota with with Mond and Mannion. I know Mannion's terrible. I don't know if Mond is terrible yet.
0: <laughs> Despite our Texas
2: A&M uh, listeners tweeting in otherwise. I'll tell you what's important about that is we still have it. It's literally a timeout. right? I mean, we had the game. So, yeah, explain what you did. So, so, and again, Chris and I were just chatting. And Packers opened as seven-point favorites initially. And, again, he opened the games after being on with you on Monday morning, Gil, on Guessing Lines. Initially, uh, it was taken, so it went to six and a half. Now, all of a sudden, the Cousins news comes out, and then Mannion is listed as questionable because of him being, him being in the in the. He COVID was in the protocol. protocol, yeah. So you're thinking, well, what you know, where do you where do you go? Where do you start? Well, you you start reevaluating and go maybe you know is are the Packers now 13? Is it go to 13 and a half or four? Well, now, okay, so it is not the third stringer. It's the second string. So, again, holding up because here's the other thing: it's not like you're going to lose handle on that game. Holding up on it, that game is the Sunday night yep. game. Right? You still have plenty of time to get it. it and, it's and still going to be the most. And it's still game. going to be the Sunday night game in yeah. terms of handle, which is the strongest, typically the strongest. Game. And don't forget, there's no game. There was no Thursday night game. Everything this week except Monday night in Pittsburgh. Uh, it is going on Sunday. So it's not like, you know, from our side of the counter, we're going to say, oh, my gosh, we got, we're going to lose hand. No, you're not going to lose any handle on it.
0: So it was reposted when, when you know, everybody took it off. And then Jeff asked me to guess what the line would be when it was reposted. I said 13. He said okay. close 13 and a half is what we saw. Who put it? Circa put up 13 and a half. That was
1: first, yeah. Okay.
0: okay. Mm-hmm. Now here's my question. Do you think anybody will change that? Based on the fact that it's Mannion versus Mond, I would say
1: no. No, I would hope
2: not. I would hope not. Well, you you just you, what you don't know too is what you want to think. You know, and of course you have to compare the teams. It's different situations and everything. I mean, it, it, it's Rogers still, right? Going, you know, going. And and there was going to be money coming back in on the Packers anyway. But I think what's fresh in everybody's mind is Ian Book uh, the other night too. Uh, so killing Mond, yeah, Ian Book, that was the so- factor
0: more with Vinny Maliulo let me pronounce it correctly one time Ah, Vinny Maliulo more next numbers game Visa, the sports betting network
1: I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta CNN's chief medical correspondent and this is chasing life three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity 75% of Americans Dr. Fatima Cody Stanford our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But
0: by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at
1: our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today
0: on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro.
1: Billy's vocals, it was
0: automatic art. You know, I had to like Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on New Year's Day. That's tomorrow. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any sport to win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy the holiday like never before and score big with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app, it will take you but a few seconds. Or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets when you bet on any sport on New Year's Day. Start the year off right and discover why there's nothing like a win at BetMGM. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager, new customer offer, all promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements, rewards issued as non-withdrawable, free bets or site credit, free bets expire 7 days from issuance, please gamble responsibly, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Skill Alexander, Vinny Maliulo uh, from the uh, Gone Gaming World, also here at the South Point with Chrissy and Jimmy. Doing his thing, kind enough to join us each and every week on a numbers game, uh, Vinny. I was telling Jeff before the show. Mm. I was like, I know I wanted to talk to Vinny about something, <laughs> and I cannot remember what it was. And then you just said something off air. I was like, that's what I wanted to talk
2: to you about. It's we we've been asked. When I say we, Chrissy, Jimmy, and I've been asked a lot this uh, these last couple of weeks. Have, have you seen anything like this? Uh, situation in college football, right? With with opt out, with, with games moving, in, and, and and even in the pros with the COVID, COVID situation, yeah. especially, right? Uh, so both college and pro with the COVID situation, I said that the closest thing to it, Gil, would be years back when the uh, we would have to lock out the afternoon NFL games, the one o'clock games, and remember they went at one o'clock, they went at ten o'clock and one o'clock, mm-hmm. and so you would lock out, and and this would be the last week, right? Week seventeen. Uh, You would lock out the afternoon game because there were so many ramifications depending on what happened in the morning. There were playoff ramifications. This was what I wanted to do to to, to to the afternoon. So uh, now you have, you know, a lot of the teams are playing at the same time. Uh, Some are not, but you also have the added week of week eighteen, obviously. Uh, to take into account as well. So I don't know if I should say this out loud because it sounds like Vinny doesn't know how this is going to work in Week 18.
0: Oh, okay. But since we're here, I should probably bring you mean it up the
2: flexing and.
0: Uh, the, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so Week 18, right? So after this week's done, they're they're going to decide which two games to flex. That's correct. Week 18, back to Saturday. Yeah. So, for years and years and years, we brought this up with Will Hill when he was on yesterday. For mm-hmm. years and years and years, there was the staggered games, like any normal week in the final week of the NFL season. And books weren't initially hip to the whole correlated. Well, you guys were just a little slower.
2: You go back to yeah. uh, the uh, the uh, the seventies and eighties, uh, uh, into the you know into the late eighties. You're like, what's why are these games? You know, you're watching. You know. Th- third and fourth quarter, some of these blowouts, and you're like, well, wow, these afternoon games are really getting right. accelerated here. Because bettors are
0: smart. and Bettors realize yeah. there was correlated parlay yeah. opportunities because based on the result of an early game, you could determine motivation or playoff right. picture deals on the second games. So then the NFL in recent years legislated against that by everybody started at the same time, yeah. generally, mm-hmm. right? Now we have this flex thing happening. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Those games are going to get announced. Right. And people are going to be in a sprint at that point, mental sprint, to figure out what the implications of those Saturday results will be on certain games on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So if Team X on Saturday wins, let's say, it might render Team Y having a meaningless game on Saturday. Out of the playoff. They may be eliminated. Right. right. Out of the playoff or, contention. Or vice versa. Or vice, or yeah,
2: vice versa. Yeah. So what will be your... Same thing. You've got to hold up. You've got to just say, okay, let's wait and see what happens. In, in, so you're, you're going to
0: yeah. just... so in, South you go Point's back
2: a... to practice, you know, previous... But we're doing it now, in, in essence, too, with some of these games where for, under different circumstances right. saying, hold on a second on this game. South Point's a bad
0: example, though, because, you know, you're waiting until guessing lines to post them anyway
2: sure you don't need to be racing right. to be first with the uh, with a lot of these games
0: so south, south points is a little different but I, i'm i'm wondering how other places will handle that
2: it's a good question for those other places yeah, not for you
0: <laughs> anyway vinny that's been nice talking to you <laughs> no i'm just saying now I'm get... thinking it out loud i'm like oh well, well, yeah. this is a bad example yeah well yeah i mean yeah.
2: you you've listen you've got to learn from experience you've got to be mindful and respectful uh, of of you know, and, and people are much more educated today, yeah. right? But, I, but you know, there's a lot so. of places that have the, uh,
0: you know, we, we've we come to learn that a lot of places have the bravado of like, we don't care. We're just going to put them up, you know, okay. whatever you got to be. Well, that's that's a matter of choice. By the way, I also yeah. learned that some of these people that have that bravado when it comes to it, mm-hmm. right? Like the last game of the, you remember the last uh, game of the NBA season last year? Oh, yeah, we'll post all the lines but we're not taking any money on parlays over 25 bucks. Yeah. Right. Like they, there's that, that happens.
2: Yes, so yeah,
0: they can talk a game, but they don't actually back you know, it Gil, up I too. think,
2: I think one of the things again, and, and we get asked this, especially, uh, you know, those of us have been doing this for a while and with other jurisdictions. And when I do, uh, classes and things like that, listen, I'm not saying I know everything, uh, but I could tell you this. One of the things you want to, you want to practice is consistency. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Strongly advocate that.
0: Wake Forest holds Rutgers to a field goal. How did that happen? I think that's the clincher right there. You sure us on under review? That is the uh that's the drive that will determine the outcome of this football game. Fourteen to ten, Wake Forest. Because <laughs> Wake Forest is scoring every time and it's complete potluck if they can get Rutgers off the field, apparently. Man. That is
2: your gator bowl. That's uh, what, we closed the uh, close that total sixty three. This one? Yes. Yeah, it looks like mm-hmm. it's uh
0: Seventeen. Trending over, Vinny. That's what they say.
2: Forest seventeen and sixty-three on the close here at South Point. Okay, so when these, when when you put out the national semis line initially, December fifth, December fifth. Mm-hmm. What was your initial flux of money on? Initially, both favorites. So on the same day, Georgia went to seven and a half, mm-hmm. and that's where it has stood. So it was seven initially. Was seven initially. I remember we're, that. Yeah, be seven, and uh, on day one went to seven and a half. And since it's been you know pretty pretty fair two way action now, will that change? I got asked yesterday. Will you know? where do you guess it'll close? It wouldn't surprise me. And this isn't a hedge. If it closes seven, wouldn't shock me. If it closes eight, wouldn't shock me either way. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> the the other game, the Alabama game, opened uh, thirteen. And uh, went to thirteen and a half the same day as well, December fifth. So both games moved on the first day of posting, and stayed that way. Except Alabama, yesterday here at South Point went to fourteen, and of course the other, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the uh, as Jimmy uh, described too with the uh, the future wager. So
0: oh, let me ask you another question. Yes, yeah, it's all coming back to me now. So yesterday uh, the Las Vegas Bowl, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Wisconsin in their game last night against Arizona State. Close nine. Well, okay, so this is what I want to get at. So I live on the Strip.
2: This the the did. lights didn't go out. So like no, no no, could, no, no. Okay, okay. Right. I'm not,
0: that's not what I'm getting at. I live on the Strip. It would take three steps out of my building to see that the Strip was overrun with Wisconsin fans. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just nothing but Badger fans all up and down the Strip. And so while we were here doing primetime action, globally – Wisconsin was about a seven and a half point favorite, mm-hmm. but here in Las Vegas, we noticed, and it also here behind us at the South Point, it was like it's eight, it's eight and a half, it's, it's nine, it's nine. Like so, so that legitimately yeah. was people here in town betting that up, and so we had like this little
2: mini cocoon of Wisconsin money. When, whenever Wisconsin, well, so first. First of all, Wisconsin travels everywhere. They do. They travel well. And we see it firsthand here in Las Vegas because they have come here. And there was a man, a businessman here uh, named uh, Tom Wiesner, who uh, was a a, a tavern, restaurant, and uh, owner with with gaming, Uh, had great ties to Wisconsin and always pushed and helped to get Wisconsin events here. And their fans traveled. So what we saw last night uh, at – Uh, Allegiant Stadium was certainly indicative and what we had seen before whenever they played out at Sam Boyd and and, uh, things like that. So, yeah, it was uh, all Wisconsin
0: because we talk about it with Vegas Golden Knights money when when Vegas is good, by the way, and and great. We see Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of Vegas Golden Knights money and that this is definitely a different mini market, if you will, our Mm -hmm. own little uh, our own little, you know, bubble. But I thought that was interesting with Wisconsin and yes. this bowl game that happened to be here. They travel and they back them, and and the, and and it was legit because I before I even knew it for sure, I speculated it because again, overrun yes. with Wisconsin folks, yep. overrun, yes. and you're like I don't see one single Arizona State. No, we and
2: we uh, we needed uh, uh, Sun Devils uh, last night. Of course, the game fell seven. Um, yeah. But, hey, listen, it's. Um, it's been uh, – uh, uh, the action on the bowl season has been good. Betters have had a pretty good run in the last uh, few days. Yesterday was uh, – it kind of stemmed the tide a little Clemson bit. Clemson killed you a couple days ago, didn't it? Oh, uh, Clemson was – yeah. yeah that, was, that was not a game. And
0: two. by the way, we were all – all of us who had Clemson, completely fortunate too. Like it was just not – Well, eight,
2: yeah. You know? I mean, you know, game, game fall seven. Uh, yesterday South Carolina game. Uh, we needed South Carolina, so uh, that came – Jeff Parlay, you had South Carolina, right? You had South Carolina.
1: Took it at the last second at 13 and didn't have to sweat an ounce. From just like outset, every
2: bet you make. Just Harley, like every right? single oh, bet. Oh,
1: we were watching that. If it wasn't for uh, the cataclysmic pick six, it would have been ah, a sweep yeah. of the board yesterday. Yeah, if it were all, all about that, that yeah,
2: they all, they, uh, they Betters uh, got the best of that one. So. Vincenzo, we got to go. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Be safe, everyone.
0: You too. Happy New Year to you and yours. Definitely be safe. Uh, enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the national semis. Should be awesome. Lombardi line next at Visa the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy.